Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co-host, Nay and Sunny D. Hey honeys, I'm Nay, your virtual homegirl who thoughts on almost any and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento, I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole. Once you think you have one thing conquered, something else pops right up. Hey everyone, it's Sunny D. And to me, adulting is choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes. Yo, this is your girl, Nakai, and I'm your host of Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I randomly burst out in song, Love Ice, and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for? Thanks for joining us. Now let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver entertaining, educational, and some inspirational thoughts and comments all about adulting. Happy single day, Mayo. Have fun and enjoy. Get a margarita and some nachos for me. Make sure they're veggie, though. Also, happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers. <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Nay. We're so happy that we have a resident mommy on our podcast. She's freaking amazing. And if y'all have any mommy questions, y'all can always DM her or y'all can always send. <laughs> a question on the platform of where'smyblueprintpod.com in the comment sections and she will try her best to answer it if she knows. We thank you and we are so grateful for each and every one of y'all but we're so grateful for y'all's sacrifice because y'all had us and y'all had to deal with us and although we're pretty awesome I don't know I can't speak for the other two but you know some days I gave y'all hell. So thank you thank you thank you. So you guys I was thinking earlier this week how you know we're adults we try to do adult things to our, the best of our ability. So I was curious as to what is the most adult thing that you did this week? It could be a task. It could be a conversation. It could be absolutely nothing. I have no idea. Interpret that how you see fit. For me, I pay bills. I mean, I don't know how much more adulting that can be, <laughs> but I pay bills and then I cleaned out the interior of my car, not the exterior because it just rained and stormed and tornadoed crap down here. But I did clean out my car, which I felt really, really good about. And then I paid all my bills. So now I'm just like, when's the next payday? I think the most adult thing that I did this week was that I advocated for myself. And for those of you on this podcast, that may or may not sound out of character for me, but I did. And was it some discomfort after the fact? Because even though I will stand a million and 37 toes down in my decision after the fact, I'm like, oh, I wonder what they thought of me. I wonder how they're going to take it. I wonder if this is going to affect my relationship. But I was proud of myself for being my biggest advocate, even in some uncomfortable situations and some situations that then posed maybe discomfort for others. That was my adult thing. And I'm proud of myself. You should be. That's a big thing. I find it in some cases difficult to advocate for yourself, but that's, you know, y'all know I got issues with that. So the adult thing that I did this week, so my husband and I have been, I don't even know how we got on the subject of it, but it happened to come up and we actually had like an insurance guy come to the house and we went through options for life insurance and like accidental death insurance which I feel as though it's been like the most adult thing that I've done 
in a while, <laughs> like really adult thing. I got my life insurance like a long time ago when I actually used to sell life insurance. But for us to like sit down as like a unit and think about these things and like who the beneficiaries are and all that kind of stuff, like that's real, that's real grown. That's real mortgage type, you know, conversations. That's real legacy type conversations. So that was, that was definitely the most adult thing that has happened recently, which I found to be <laughs> kind of interesting. I said, look at us being grown and adults. Had us on the back. How about that? So that also got me thinking too, like about legacy, about family, all that kind of stuff. And I thought this would be a really cool either or for you guys. So I want to know, would you want to do a professional family photo shoot or have like a painted family portrait? I'm definitely going for the professional family photo shoot because now I'm at the stage in my life where I just want everything to be digital. So I don't want any more notebooks, even though I have a ton to like write in and journal in. I want that to be digital. All of my pictures, I want those to be digital because we recently moved guys and it is horrible taking down pictures, putting them back up, determining where you want to put them, having millions of albums for no reason. So yes, I will choose the professional photo shoot just so I can have all of those digital images. I feel very similarly, but I actually think I want to do a painted family portrait because, and I know that this can be done digitally, but I've seen some examples of these painted family portraits and I think they're just really cool. But I would like to be able to have a family portrait that also includes my dad with us as adults. So like having my mom painted, my dad painted, my brother, myself, like my spouse, like, you know what I'm like a big family portrait with everybody. I think that would be really cool. And I know they can do it digitally. Like I've seen people like Photoshop their like past loved ones, but it still kind of looks Photoshoppy to me. Like I kind of want it to look like we all sat down and did like a painted family portrait. So I think that would be really cool. Yeah. I'm going to go with the professional family photo shoot only because I've already done it. And I say that when we did it, when my grandfather was alive and we had all the family, even the cousins that you don't even know why they even in the pictures come and be in the family portrait. At the time, I was so annoyed because let's be real. Black people think they the professional photographer when you have a professional photographer. And I had one aunt that was like, no, we need to stand like this. No, everybody not in the same blue. Da, da, da. Helpful. We got almost 150 people here to get in this picture. Stop. And then everybody still wanted individuals too. Of course, because we black. We, all, we love pictures. All in all, looking back on it, I would say I'm glad we did it because now all of those pictures we have with my grandfather and all of those pictures we have because the uh, photographer was amazing and was catching candid pictures and we didn't even know he was taking them. So we're over here like arguing and like talking about like, look at me. Does this look right? There's one picture of my sister and I trying to fix each other's clothes and I'm like, I can't wear this. You in my shirt. <laughs> so like, cause we switch shirts and we don't even know how we switch shirts. But either way it goes, like he got all of that. So for me, I think that's like looking back on it is like, oh my gosh, I'm glad we did it. But to sit and have somebody paint you is a no for me. I'm looking at time. I don't want to, I don't want to sit at work for the eight hours I have to sit at work. I don't want to sit down to get painted. So it's a no for me. But Sunny D, I'm here for it. Okay. So not old school, like paint me while I sit here and you just, and I sit here for hours and you paint me, but like send in photos of what we look like and then they paint us together, but we're not there. You see what I'm saying? Like something to that kind of effect because yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Mm -mm. I fidget too much. I can't sit still. Fun fact, 
even those old time pictures back in the day were not painted in one sitting. It typically was done over a progression of days, if not weeks. I don't know if the, the listeners know that, but yeah, fun fact. Facts with Nay. And <laughs> we're moving on to our quote, because y'all know we have a quote of every single episode. And y'all, y'all got to let me know if y'all resonate with these quotes, because when I saw them, I was like, oh, Lord, this is my life right now. So our first quote is age is not how old you are, but how many years of fun you've had by Matt Maldry. And the second one is I really like this one because this was me this morning. I remember being able to get up without making any sound effects. Oh man, the good times. Y'all, my body is loud, okay? It's so loud. (laughs) And that is not an exaggeration. These knees, anytime I move, loud. My dogs be looking at me like, what is that? It's me. It was me. My bad. I'm old. They're creaky. I need a lot more collagen. My body is noisy. These quotes are hilarious and somewhat relatable, but this is why I stay in the gym as much as I do to prevent having a whole bunch of health issues. Well, try to prevent having a whole bunch of health issues in older adulthood because Lord knows we got a plethora of health issues that run rampant on both sides of my family. So yeah, this is why I watch what I eat so much and I'm in the gym two times a week to try to jump ahead of all the BS. And kudos to you because after I want to say this week, (laughs) this week of me getting back into Zumba and like doing my thing and I'm walking down the hall and literally my, I don't know, I did, I literally just raised my arm and all of a sudden all you just pop, pop. And my coworker was like, was that you? I was like, yeah. He was like, girl, you need to go stretch. What's wrong with you? You too young to be making these sounds. And I'm like, okay, I need to do something but he's a um what's it called when you um a bodybuilder he he used to be a bodybuilder but now he does the um the fighting where you can like kick people in a face um it's not ju- jujitsu it's not that one it's the um where you can kick people in a face you can it's it's intense like an mma yes he's an mma fighter yes i was like i know it was, i forgot because he doesn't say mma he says the full thing mixed martial arts yes and so he's hardcore which i love because he's gonna teach me like some other self-defense stuff because we walk because a long story short anyway um so when he said that i was like yeah i'm gonna get back in there he was like yeah you need to do something because the reason why your bones is making noise because you ain't using so when they said she stay in the gym i was like you know what these pole dancing classes about to show up in my life these Zumba's already there. We about to hit this yoga even morning and noon. I mean, not noon, morning and evening. And we are about to do some Pilates because what I don't want is to be, hell, 36. And I'm popping more than I'm popping at 35. So as y'all have an age, do y'all feel the same way? Or y'all are like, eh, we know nay is good. But what about you, Sunny D? No, I definitely feel the same way. I So like, I've had this gym membership since 2007. I will never cancel it because of how much I pay for it which is literally next to nothing. However, because of the Panarosa, a lot of their gyms closed, which is the only reason why I'm even contemplating canceling it. But like, I only pay $32. That is not a month. That's a year. That's all I pay for the gym. So I'm like, that would be dumb to cancel it because it's inexpensive. But I don't have any access to gyms anymore. Like they're 30, 45 minutes away from me now. And I feel like lately I've seen a lot of, I don't know what you call them, but I call them like, boutique 
fitness centers, there'll be like a Pilates studio or as opposed to like a full gym, it'll just focus on one particular thing, like a yoga studio or a Pilates studio. There's one that has like hot yoga, hot Pilates in like a tiny sauna and they've been popping up in multiple locations. I've actually been looking at doing something like that. In the sense of like understanding aging. And I think of like a conversation I had with my aunt the other day and I was just like, y'all don't warn us about any of this. And she was like, yes, we did we told you you just didn't listen and I was like no you just told me you'll see when you get older you'll see when you get older wait till you get older and I'm like you didn't tell me that like when I stand up my knees go pop pop or if I just move a certain way then it goes "Ah." I'm like I'm a literally walking sound effect like I should be in a movie just what noise do you need to make let me move my arm there you go or even the forgetfulness of like dang did I do this today did I write this down did I pay this bill lord I mean honestly like how how do you pull a muscle sneezing? Please tell me because I don't recall any conversations with any adults when I was younger about random, normally, you know, bodily functions causing like spasm because how, how? Yeah, those are the things that I don't get. And that forgetfulness, like fully walking into a room and was like, what was I doing? I've forgotten what I was saying in the middle of saying it. Please explain. So on the body thing, my family and specifically my mommy did warn me. She warned me that at 25, your metabolism ain't going to do what it's been doing. And that way it's going to be harder to lose and everything else. And she also, I'm going to attribute this to her, but she might not have said it. But I remember somebody telling me just what I stated before. Like you need to stay in the gym to make sure that your muscles are constantly being used and everything else because if you don't use it you lose it so that's where all the creaks and the noises and everything comes around but what nobody really warned me about is like you said Nakai that memory thing specifically nobody warned me about baby brain being a thing after you have the baby until I was pregnant yeah them brain cells that forgetfulness that you get that they lovingly dub baby brain that doesn't go away. And it might actually get worse the more children you have. So now I sometimes feel like I got to constantly carry my cell phone around to take notes because I don't remember what happened yesterday, let alone today. And additionally, Jay used to laugh at me when we lived in our old house because I would literally walk around with a fanny pack so I wouldn't lose my phone while I was at home by myself with the baby. That's how real it got. That is hysterical. That is so freaking funny. Unfortunately for you, because I'm sure that is a struggle with everything that you got to juggle on a regular basis. But because I haven't experienced it, that is funny to me. I will say I have seen a lot of videos online of that mommy brain and things that happen to new moms when they're going through these things. Like there was a lady that was rocking her baby or that had her baby in her arms and she was rocking the rocker. But obviously the baby's not in the rocker and she happens to look over, sees that the baby's not in it and immediately starts to freak out mind you she has baby in her arm and she's freaking out because she's lost said baby and I'm like "Ooh, this poor lady and this was a tiny one too so you know this she'd only been a mom at least to this little one for a very short time but she was (laughs) poor lady was freaking out and that baby's head is bobbling around while she's searching and I couldn't stop laughing because that baby was like what's happening I was taking a nap lady my gosh I can man I can only imagine with that that mommy brain is something else and I think about like (laughs) 
sorry. That baby just get bouncing. Like, because this topic has been brought up, I'm going to say when you are not used to having a kid and then overnight you are a parent, or I say when you're not used to having a kid and I think of like overnight I became an older sister and you are used to just getting out the car, going into the grocery store. Like you mentally have to remember, oh my gosh, there's a human being in the back seat. And boo, I love you and I apologize for saying this because I don't think I've ever told you this. And parents, I apologize too. I left my little sister in the car before because I totally forgot. As a teen, I'm driving. I'm like, do, 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 get out and literally got to the door and was like, oh, Fuck! and ran back and got her because if you're not you ha- you have to train your brain to be like hey there's another little one there's there's a human life that you are responsible for at this time like and to carry a fanny pack around it's hilarious because i could i visualize you. <laughs> i see it but although it's so funny i see how practical and how in that moment you were using your resources you're like listen yeah because i already am a person who is very well acquainted with my anxiety and my anxious mind. So being a new mom was so scary. Like I understood if there was ever a fire to occur, how I was going to get out the house, how I was going to get the baby. So the fanny pack was a necessity because if there is an emergency, I have this little child here. And if I got to call somebody in at that point, mommy ran again, I was constantly locking myself out the house. So it became necessary to have my phone with me at all times. But for that reason and for the thought of losing Alex, I advocate so hard for baby wearing because guess what? Can't lose a baby if you're wearing them. I learned that. But Nakai, having a baby made me much more empathetic, sympathetic, and give much more grace to the people who accidentally leave their babies in the car and go to work and everything else because it's super easy, especially if you're working on autopilot, you don't have a lot of sleep. By the grace of God, he blessed me with a baby who is loud and talks and everything else. So leaving Alex in the car was not a, it wasn't a very big concern for me, although I was hypervigilant on making sure I always had him. And now he's four, so he'll yell and scream and everything else. But yeah, it's... Kids are that blessing that you really be like, God, you entrusted me with this because it is a huge responsibility. I mean, I know this is not a parenting episode, but kudos to all the parents because you are literally doing the very best you know how with the resources you have and with a huge responsibility God for some reason entrusted you with. And like you said before, it doesn't stop after they're of a certain age because I specifically specifically in very detail, remember my mom taking me to like taking me to school. Mind you, I was in high school. She's dropping me off on her way to work and we passed clear by the high school and we've gone down this street and I just look at her. I'm in the passenger seat, my big ass in the passenger seat next to her. And I just look at her like, where are you going? She totally forgot I was in the car with her. She was on her way to work. And apparently I was my way to work with her. She totally forgot to like that I was in the car and she used to take me to school. And we passed right by the high school, like right by the turn. It's right there. You can't miss it. You can see it from the freeway. That that autopilotness, like that doesn't go away. <laughs> When your kids are like, I could be driving. At, at this point, I was like, I should just get my own license. I'm gonna just do this little quick, not aside, but whatever. This is in this episode 
probably is totally going to be a prime example on why you need to practice mindfulness and stay grounded in the present moment. I love that because my thought was, for me, I gave my parents so much. I, I don't think I was, let me rephrase. I gave them a lot of shit, what I, but very sarcastic and petty and my typical self, right? I'm on brand, even as a little one. <laughs> but as an adult now, I understand how so many things could slip through the cracks. And I understand how now as like being 35, like I get it. I apologize. I missed your game. Or like, I apologize. I was on my way to work because I was thinking of like, okay, I dropped the kids off. I did this. I did this. I did this. Now I got to figure out how I'm going to deal with these people at work and then come home. Did I take the chicken out? Did I tell the daughter to take the chicken out before I got home and put it in the freezer? Because you know, when they tell us that we don't do it until we get home and then we know they, we hear the garage up, you know, and be like, ah! <laughs> and try to turn hot water on river real quick. <laughs> But I get it now. I did not get it when I was younger. And I'm I'm going to be because when you're young, your mind is sharp. Like, and I'm going to segue into this because, y'all, this is going to be a quote heavy episode because I just like these quotes because they're funny. It says, sometimes I wish I had the wisdom of a 90-year-old, the body of a 20-year-old, and the energy of a three-year-old. When I say this, it's so true. Because getting off work, I'm like, sis, give me a glass of wine. Let me relax. But I got shit to do. And I just need that energy to be like, let's keep going. I am constantly jealous of the amount of energy that children possess and how has it not yet been possible to take whatever that is and sell it because all I need is a teaspoon because these kids all day we have the nieces and nephews come and spend the night and they're up till three four o'clock in the morning on their tablets or playing their little games and using their imagination and as a responsible adult I'm like well we gotta keep like eyes on the kids like you know what I'm saying because they're children and they can get into things and they can get hurt or stuff like that but at this point I'm like y'all got it just go up in that room don't nobody come out unless you gotta go pee or if there's an emergency thing come get us I'm going to bed because I don't I I can't hang with y'all so two things I jokingly say that I wish I too could bottle up the energy of kids however comma if anybody was ever to do it they would probably experiment on little black kids hello Henrietta Lacks so don't want that but going back to this quote, resident contrarian here on the podcast, I don't want the body of my 20-year-old self. I currently like the body of my 30-year-old self. I am probably in the best shape that I have consciously been in in my life. And I say consciously because it's not just genetics and it's not just my metabolism. I am actively doing the work to create the body that I have now. And also, let's be honest, kids give you a little bit more curves in the belly button down area. So I'm thoroughly enjoying that. Now, Alex took all of what little boobs I had, so maybe I want boobs on my 20-year-old self, or maybe my pregnant self. Yeah, my pregnant self because then was nice. But yeah, if I could take my boobs on my, my pregnant self, and then do the body of my 30-year-old self, I'd be good to go. And then the energy of 3 rows, it looks good, but as a 30-year-old with that much energy, I feel like you would annoy the other people around you. But I was, mm, in the wisdom of a 90-year-old, I feel like I would be mad at the ignorance and stupidity of those surrounding me. So maybe this quote isn't for me. I Okay, so to piggyback off of that, Nate, I think I would want my 20-year-old body with my current confidence. I am more confident in this body than I ever was in my 20s, high school, any of that kind of stuff. Because I definitely had a lot of body insecurities and I didn't appreciate that size that I was. I am a much bigger person now than I was back then, but I was not confident in who I was as a human being. 
be. So I'm going to take all of this confidence and I'm going to just stuff it back in that body where you could clearly see my collarbones because I was looking at old pictures the other day. I, I'm going to take that packet. I'm with you on the 30 on, on the, the energy of the three-year-old because I feel like somebody might try to put you on medication because that would be like next level energy. But you know, a, a little extra wisdom won't hurt. Well, very interesting for both of y'all. So the thing is with this energy level situation, let's continue on this track. I have a recently turned four-year-old a week or two away. Well, previously was a three-year-old. Why that baby, that man child, be ready to go until you put him down? Just ready to go. Now, when he gets tired, he a grumpy ready to go, but he ready to go. Meanwhile, my grown tail need a nap. I'm like, dude, you, you don't want mommy cuddle? AKA me lay on the couch with this blanket and snuggle up with you and go sleep and act like you my little stuffy? You, you don't want mommy cuddle? Not right now. And so now I am using coffee to stay up. Hello, Spain, in your, you know, midday cafe con leche that I am thoroughly enjoying. But then I'm having to put decaf. Well, I'm having to infuse regular coffee in my cafe con leche that already has coffee. Because if I am tired and I drink coffee, I will go to sleep. That was a trick that I learned and developed in college. Like, they're like, drink coffee. It'll make you stay up on a... No, it is a sweetened drink before bed. I'm still going to sleep. Now, coffee, if I'm just a little tired, that might perk the eyes back up and buy me some time. But if I am sleepy, this body is like, you will not pass go. You will not collect $200. You get some worse sit down, take your butt to bed. Coffee, who cares? Inner drink, drink, who cares? My body is like, no, Peppa, we are shutting down whether you want to or not. That little thing you put in your body, that's only going to make you poop before you have to shut down. But you is shutting down. I think I have had coffee for so long in my lifetime. Like my dad introduced me to a Frappuccino. I think I was maybe like 16 or 17. And the thought of cold coffee just didn't make sense in my brain because I'd only known it as a hot beverage. But then I tried it and I was like, I can get on this train. So I've been drinking Frappuccinos for like ever. Coffee at this point is just a tasty beverage. I will gladly run and go get me a coffee beverage or make something at the house. And then I'm, I can easily go to sleep. Like that does nothing to me anymore. I don't know what other type of injections I need at this point. Caffeine is going to have to be like, give me an IV for it because I can't get it through coffee. That does absolutely nothing for me. And it hasn't for a very long time. I like the taste of it, but I don't drink it to wake up. Like, no, it's just a beverage. It's nice. I enjoy it. It's very tasty. And I look at these kids with all of this energy and I'm like, you don't want to take a nap? Don't you want to lay down? Don't you want to sit, chill, bring your energy level down, come back to yourself for, you know, 20, 30, 45 minutes, hour and a half? Nothing. And they don't, they don't get it. It's it's too much fun being a kid, living their lives. They got to play Roblox and all the other things. And I'm like, y'all listen, I'm telling you now, I'm trying to be that adult that I needed when I was your age that was trying to instill the importance of taking naps. Please listen to me. Lay down. You're going to want it when you're older. I promise you. Why you sound like me trying to talk Alex into a nap? We're not going to take a nap. We're just going to lay down and we're just going to reflect over our day. Or we're just going to lay down and be quiet. We're going to have quiet time to plan the rest of our day, to think about gratefulness. Meanwhile, I'm like, have a go to sleep so I can go to sleep. You're trying to negotiate with kids. Just please lay down. Please. Just 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Just sit. You know what? I'll, I'll lay down with you and you can just play quietly next to me be like don't move like just stay here so I can go to sleep girl that's what it turns into just the well you ain't even gotta go to sleep just play quiet <laughs> 
naps are a must in adulthood. Like we really need to have like nap pods at work. We need like all of this. Like you, everybody should not just have an hour for lunch. We should have two hours, one to eat and then one just to sleep, just to refocus your mind. Because man, those naps, they do wonders. It's been like scientifically proven that like taking a 30 minute nap, like revitalizes you at work. I would constantly go to my general manager at my old job, probably on a monthly basis. It was like, so where are we at with these nap pods? Mind you, I worked at a funeral home. So napping in a funeral home is really not something you really need to be doing for obvious reasons. But I really was like, we could take this visitation room. We don't use it. It's like used for storage. We could have, you know, the couches in there. Have people, you know, request 30 minutes. We could have a chart. I'm really trying to sell this idea. I can make a chart. It's gonna, it'll be fine. And we can sign up and then that'll be our slot. Like going forward, I really was trying to sell it. That idea to that man. I was even like, I'll talk to the VP. If that's what you need me to do, if we need approvals or something, we have have extra space like this is necessary I'll send you some studies on how important this is I knew co-workers that would go in their car and sleep on like their lunch break because they needed like that 20-30 minutes to like re-kick themselves back into the day and scientifically if you have 45 minutes you can go through the first three cycles of the sleep cycle and that last one being known as the deep sleep which also is what experts think the critical to restorative sleep and it helps you booster your immune system, other key bodily processes, allowing the body recovery and growth. And there's even evidence that says deep sleep contributes to insightful thinking, creativity, and memory. What employers wouldn't want that? And on top of that, you're refreshed and I can deal with these co-workers I may not just like. A little bit better, a little bit nicer, a little bit more friendly. Because when you don't have as much sleep, you are quick to be like, look, get, get out my fucking face. I don't like you. So, it will help you be more professional. So we need sleep. We need sleep pot is what we really need at work. But we just need to make sure somebody's going to clean these throughout. Random. I know we're talking about aging and being, you know, our bodies and stuff is making noise and we need sleep. We need nap pods. Everybody need nap pods in every single industry. I have been thinking about this and I want my snap back. Yeah, but you can't get no snap back if you ain't snap. Currently, Sunny D is shaking her head and they just gave me the side eye. What I mean is I want my snap back, meaning my snap back to an amazing memory, my snapback on this body, my snapback that I can eat whatever I want and it automatically goes back to that without having to do all the work. I really just want that. And I know that sounds lazy and I, you come from if you want to, I don't care, come for your mama. But that is what I want. <laughs> I want that. And Nay, I'm gonna give you a time to say what you're gonna say. But yes, I can have my snapback too. Look at that confirmation. Alex just showed us a slapjack game. Tell him. No, Alex learned to play slapjack today and now his little cheating butt want to play it all time. He likes the slap of the jack. That's a good game. Yo, I ain't played slapjack in a very, very long time. Now I feel like I need to look up the instructions on how to play that again. That was a good one. And all, for all my parents of young children, they have like the slapjack with the animals. So you don't have to introduce your kids to playing cards. Yeah, we bought a whole card game like bundle from this 
particular brand on Amazon. It comes with like memory, a matching slapjack, old maid, goldfish, but it doesn't use playing card. It uses like cards with little pictures. So yeah, but he is cheating because he is specifically going through his deck to get the slapjack card so he can hit it and everything else. And he's not shuffling his deck when he does get a slapjack. So he's just putting the slapjack on top again because he just likes slapping the card. And when I get the slapjack, he's still trying to take the cards from me. He be cheating. I love that. <laughs> he is learning a loophole in the game. Similar to Uno, how everybody has their own rules. Alex has his own rules. And... <laughs> I want to say that's so awesome. And I really wonder about this. Um, and as a parent, I wonder um, what your answer would be. Because you're playing all these, because you're an active parent. Let's say that first. Because you're an active parent and involved. Do you plan like these memory games and like these, I'm going to say memory games because that's where my brain is. Like playing all these memory games and you're active with your little one. Do you feel that that helps your memory and you continue to stay active? No, we were playing the matching game last night. And guess who won? Alex. And I told her, mommy can't win because all of my brain is filled with his stuff, Jay's stuff, my stuff. My brain got to hold everybody else's ish. So no, I can't remember where the caterpillar was and then I keep making the caterpillar match the giraffe because my brain can't hold all of this stuff. So no, having kids does not help my memory. If anything, it makes it worse because as he gets older, he gets more stuff that he has to keep in touch with and he don't keep track of it. I do. So no, it ruins my memory. Is it me? Because I want y'all's thoughts on this. I feel like Slapjack is like the gateway game to Spade. How are his reflexes? His reflexes are fine because he keep putting the jack back on top. He ain't got to go that far. They just held up a game. No, on the back of all of the cards, it says what skills it helps with. So on the back of the slapjack box, it says that it helps with paying attention and reflexes. And I mean, it is for him. Like he got it. He's paying attention. Those reflexes are great. And it's helping you too, because it's helping you pay attention to see when he's cheating. So now this has sparked a question in my mind. Have have you downloaded or do you currently have games on your phone or on your computer or other devices that are supposed to help with like memory and cognitive function speed or something like that for me i have two i have a word game where um you have to like it gives you like these letters and you have to like make as many words from these letters um and then the other one is like kind of like a tetris game but the only thing is you can't in tetris you know how like you can switch the orientation of the letter or the shape you can't do that in this one so you have to strategically match everything in a way it needs to match so those are the two main games that i play so pretty much when i have time to play games and not doing something else. All of my games on my phone, for the most part, have something to do with that. So I have a match game. I have a word stacks game. I have a ball sort game with the different color balls. I have Sudoku. I have a sorting game where you take the various liquids and you try to match them up. And I have this other actual, like, specifically used for game that helps you with your math, recall, your spelling, your memory. It's a really good app. I just don't have the time to devote to it. I'm going to say this real quickly and we can transition out. How is that liquid filling game? Because I keep seeing that and I'm like, oh, this looks cool. But then I'm like, I don't want to download another dang game. No, it does get gratifying because the one that I have has effects. So sometimes you can put a different colored topper on it when you fill it up. And then sometimes the like liquid levels move. And it also gets interesting when you, because they only give you a certain number of vials. 
miles and it's less than the amount needed to maybe make all of them have their own particular vial. So it's interesting to like make it match up and everything. It's good for the brand, but I like it. I think my husband has a game like that because I've seen those ads pop up on other things that I've played. And I was like, do I need to do it? Do I want to download this? Or I, I mean, I could just play it on his phone if need be. But I do have Sudoku. I do have, yes, like those. I see those all the time. I low-key want to play it because it is really colorful. They, or, or they have them in either like little beakers or I've seen some that are candles. You're supposed to match the color of the candles. Maybe I do need them. I don't know. We'll see. But I have some games like that. Like I have the card games. I have the matching games. I did have this one. I didn't play it, so I deleted it. But I did have this one where it had all of the same letter in like a grid. And you're supposed to find the one that's not quite that letter. So like if it's a bunch of W's, then it ends up, you have to find like the mystery M in it. Or if it's a bunch of zeros, you have to find the O, like stuff like that. Because those are good for my eyes. So I I, I like to play that. I mean, maybe I should download that again. Well, ladies and audience, we just want to leave you with this regarding aging. And we are in our 30s. And we just want to say exercise, 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 work on your memory whether that's doing crossword puzzles or any other games that they said or even playing the sims like just do do something today because i'm telling you you don't want to just wake up and you are a whole entire sound effects on a movie just based on walking and with that the one thing i do love is that both of y'all have talked about this is like how at the age y'all are now the confidence is there the body is there like y'all work with this and y'all have this beautiful self-love about y'all and not only that y'all have this beautiful self-worth and with that a word from our sponsor hey beautifuls this message is brought to you by the grass is greener on the other side where we help women who have anger sadness and shame from being cheated on learn how to heal and take their power back so they can regain confidence restore their peace and attract the life of their dreams we can be found on ig at brianna underscore latrice that's spelled b-r-i-a-i-n-a underscore l-a-t-r-i-c-e And for all of the Where's My Blueprint podcast listeners, we're offering free 15-minute discovery calls. So if you're ready to regain and restore that self-love, self-worth, and self-belief back in yourself, shoot me a DM for a free discovery call today. Because my motto is, honey, leave that cheater and find your peace. See you on the call. And so we are going to transition into our segment of Moments of Melanation. Moments of Melanation. Moments of Melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting. We're highlighting the Black Yoga Teachers Alliance or BYTA. So this was a really cool alliance that I found online as I've been personally wanting to get more into yoga, just stretching or just moving the body that I have, but wanting to find instructors or classes that are taught by like Black instructors or at least people that look like me. And I found this alliance, which I thought was really cool. So the Black Yoga Teachers Alliance is a collective of yoga teachers who share the peace and power of yoga to support better physical and emotional health and well-being for all. It was founded in 2009 by Maya Buer and Jana Long as a social media group, and they just provided a space to discuss yoga and wellness. So think of it as it, you know, having a Facebook page, and that's kind of how it started or an Instagram page. You can find them online at blackyogateachersalliance.org. They also have all their social medias that are linked on their website as well, and you can find all kinds of information 
is like events that they have going on. They have them throughout the country. There is one event that I found that's called Book and Brunch, and they discuss different books on yoga or wellness, mentality, things of that nature. They have conferences and they also have community classes, which is really cool. How to join, how to donate to this wonderful organization. All of those links are on there. And I loved what community that they built around the benefits of yoga, not even just physically, but from a personal and mental standpoint, just overall well-being. And I absolutely loved it. They also have a really cool video on their website that they've linked that you guys can go and check out that kind of has a connection or links the connection between Black people and yoga starting really in like the 1800s, but like the 1920s and onward and how a lot of people that maybe we're familiar with like Eartha Kid and Muhammad Ali, things like that, how they have incorporated the benefits and the spirit of yoga in their lives. And some of them have even been yogis. Like I didn't even know Eartha Kit was like a yogi, so to speak, which is, I can't remember how it's categorized, but like a yogi is like the highest level of yogaism that you can get to. I'm not using all the right terms, but you guys get what I'm saying. So yeah, you can find their socials on their website, like I said, but I loved this. And what's cool is you can actually go on their site and search for local yogis in your area. So you can find local Black instructors on their website by putting in like your zip code or something like that. And maybe you can find some classes or courses that they teach that's local to you. So I'm curious what you guys think about this alliance, kind of the community that they've brought and how beneficial this could be to the community of wellness overall. I like this collective. I think that typically when we think of yoga, we don't think of people of color and more specifically Black women, even though now with the use of social media, we're seeing a preponderance of Black yogis, which is excellent because ain't nothing better than seeing a flexible Black woman with all her curves. It is inspiring and it's awe-inducing. So I love this. I love the fact that I get to see my sisters kill it with the balance and everything else because Lord knows my balance need a, a whole lot of work. But yes, I love that this is a central location that you can go to to find people in your area who do do yoga because yoga has a whole lot of health benefits, mental health, as well as physical health benefits. So kudos to them. I agree. Like I, I y'all already know if y'all new to this. Hello, my name is Nakai. If y'all already been on here, y'all already know Nakai is me. I love that they all, they're black. Like <laughs> I specifically love that these are black people teaching yoga because for me, I think like yoga is as both of you ladies are already eloquently stated can really change your life for the better and not just like I'm for me the joints because that's what I'm gonna need some stretching on but it also the flexibility but also the calmness it also helps you calm your mind and your thoughts and I just think that's awesome but also as a person who's taken a, a lot of yoga classes to see someone that looks like me teaching I will definitely make sure I am there on time I will definitely make sure that I have my spot on there I will definitely yes I will definitely be there to just to just to support now now, that having a caveat meaning making sure you know what you're doing like all yoga teachers and yoga teachers so but the ones that know what you're doing I would definitely be there um just like Sunny D have said it's like it helps with your breathing and your being grounded and I heard this quote before and it makes so much sense is that if you can control your breath you can control the mind you can control your reaction you can control everything because everything starts with the breath because when 
you are anxious, what happens? Your body starts to go, you're breathing rapidly. When you're nervous or you're you're in an emergency situation, what happens? Your breath starts to go, but you have to learn how to control it and yoga will help. And for all my church kids and newly reformed church kids who don't want to do yoga, they're like, it's a Hindu religion and practicing yoga means that you bowing down and worshiping to all them deities and everything else. You do a lot of things that have words in different languages that you don't agree with and everything else. When you do your whatever it's called and you lay down and everything else, don't pray to whatever they're praying to. Just pray to Jesus. Like y'all be trying to take everything and make it seem like it's going to jeopardize your faith. If your faith is that shaky, then that's something that you need to think about. Like don't be thinking about this yoga. Think about how you're going to build your relationship with Lord and Savior and strengthen it so that you won't do yoga and it cause you to fall and backslide. And that's it. That's all because that's a word. So <laughs> with that, we want to say thank you. But before we head out, you already know there's an affirmation of every single episode. And with this affirmation for this episode is... I found this episode, this was fun. But I like this affirmation I'm about to give you guys because I feel like it encompasses a lot of what we've talked about and maybe just some something to have at the forefront of our minds. I release fears about aging and time. I am grateful for my perfect health, my clear mind, and my peaceful heart. I like this affirmation because after you said it, I took a deep breath and was like, yes, I am. I am. Because like, we really have to think about age and time. And I know we didn't talk about this in this episode, but the fear of aging, you know, the fear that we never have enough time. Nay said she ain't scared of age because she gonna age like fine wine. Listen, I can't wait until I have a head full of white hair looking like a black storm. Well, come on with it. <laughs> She's gonna be like, listen, you are going to be that woman that I follow on uh, TikTok that she says she's 65 or something, but everybody in the comments are battling her with her age because she looks like she's about 30, but beautiful long silver hair. And they're like, girl, that's a wig. And she's like, no, that's all me. And so that that's going to be you. That's you. So guys, you know, we come up with all of the content, but this is y'all's podcast too, at, to some extent. So please, if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into, any topics you want to hear our takes on, because you know, we keep it popping hot over here. Email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or hit up that little drop box on our website at whereismyblueprintpod.com. Once again, you can email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or drop us a little comment, a little note, a little suggestion at whereismyblueprintpod.com. Thank you, Nate Girl. So with that, y'all can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. Check out the blog at whereismyblueprintpod.com. Again, check out the blog at whereismyblueprintpod.com for all naysays. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok and chat with us. And with that, we want to say thank y'all and we are over and out. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>